You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's do it. Let's play it on a Monday, June 25th, and a Tuesday, June 26th. That is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt Derry. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening as we talk Detroit Lions football with you each and every day, and that includes in the summertime, even without really any Lions action going on, minicamp done, OTAs done. We look ahead to training camp in one month from two days from now, a month from Wednesday on July 27th, when the entire team will report to Allen Park and the team will go through workouts, get ready for the preseason, have a couple of workouts and practices against the Giants, the Raiders, and then get ready for preseason play. And, of course, the regular season opener against the Jets, Monday Night Football at Ford Field in early September. Thank you for listening right here on Megaphone.fm, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, if you subscribe to the podcast, appreciate you doing so. Today's Locked on Lions proudly brought to you by our friends at Heart of a Lions Fan, the Lions fan documentary slash movie coming out this fall. Check out all the information, some videos, trailers at HOALF.com. Coming up on the program today, where does Matthew Stafford rank amongst the players and his peers? Tonight, the NFL Network will put out their top 10 list and their complete top 100 list, and um, um, Adam Shine of the uh, of NFL.com uh, also kind of spoiled who the players are. So we know where Matthew Stafford will rank in terms of quarterbacks in the NFL. We'll talk about what his peers think of him coming up in a little bit. Also, Monday morning quarterback decided to do their offseason uh, grades of the uh, NFC North teams. Offseason report card. And we'll tell you what grade the Lions got, and I'll tell you what I think of it all coming up today right here on Locked on Lions. And again, you can get to me on Twitter if you have any comments about the podcast, questions, whatever. Uh, we love hearing from you at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. And of course, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. Uh, love talking about the Detroit Lions because this season is going to be so damn intriguing. Uh, it's a new era with Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn going into his third season as general manager. And I think a lot of you guys are very, very interested in seeing where this team is going. The organization saying one thing. They are saying win now. They are saying win the division. They are saying get to the playoffs. I think for the fans, it's a, it's a definitely a wait and see to see how they're going to look, especially in the preseason, and how different they're going to look come regular season under Matt Patricia now that Jim Caldwell is gone. All right, so Monday morning quarterback at MMQB.com, Kalen Kaler, uh, one of their authors, decided to append a piece called NFC North Offseason Report Cards. Vikings go all in for Kirk Cousins, Packers bring in tight end help, etc. And they talk about, of course, Green Bay, they talk about Minnesota. They mention Chicago and give them an A for their off-season additions, whether it was the draft, whether it was in free agency, picking up the likes of Trey Burton, the tight end, Allen Robinson, uh, Taylor Gabriel, etc. But they gave the Bears, Kaylin did, uh, wrote the, the piece, and she says that the Chicago Bears received an off-season grade of an A. And, you know, look, Everybody knows Chicago is going to finish fourth in the division. The division is loaded, and the division is very, very good. And as uh, Kalen wrote, uh, the Bears made many changes this offseason that look great on paper, but in the first year of the Nagy era, that's Matt Nagy, their new head coach, the team might still be one year away from real turnaround. Well, when you have a second-year quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky, 
whom many people aren't sure about just yet. They like him, but a second-year quarterback, you know, that, that had, his, had an up-and-down rookie season, uh, you're not sure. And the Bears spent a lot of time under John Fox the last couple of years shooting themselves in the foot, and also they were not healthy. So this will be the first time this group is really together, and I think that when you look at what Chicago is going to do, they're going to get better. But how much better they're going to get in this division is a wait and see. Now, as far as the Lions goes, Kaler writes that the Lions' offseason grade is a B. Crucial veteran additions, we know, LeGarrette Blunt, Wesley Johnson, Levine Tuiolo, Jonathan Freeney, Sylvester Williams, Luke Wilson, Kenny Wiggins, Deshaun Shedd, Devon Kennard, Christian Jones, Matt Castle, Wesley Johnson. What improved? Quote, the Lions ranked dead last in rushing last season, averaging 76.3 yards per game. The Bengals, who were ranked 31st, averaged 85.4 yards per game. God, that's awful. And the team has another player break the 100-yard threshold in a game since Thanksgiving of 2013. Of course, we go back to Reggie Bush. Amir Abdullah came close, blah, blah, blah. We know it's improved. It's going to be the run game. She adds that the Lions drafted offensive linemen in the first round, got a running back, everything else, Taylor Deckard's got to stay healthy. What needs work? Quote, Matthew Stafford was sacked 47 times last year, a career high for him. Detroit has to improve in pass protection and shield Stafford better than last season. Ragnow, the Lions rookie offensive lineman, didn't give up a single sack in his entire college career. 2,246 snaps. Hmm. What can we expect? New head coach Matt Patricia's experience as New England's defensive coordinator should mean a Lions turnaround for the defense, which ranked 27th in the league last season. Well, there you go. You address some things defensively. You add a coach who should scheme better than what the Lions did last year. And, of course, the run game got addressed. Um... A fact, tidbit, piece of news learned from OTA's minicamps. Quote, per reports out of Lions minicamp and OTA's, Patricia is shaking things up. He's more vocal than Jim Caldwell. His practice tempo is speedier, and the players have less downtime at practice. Patricia had players run sprints after OTA's and minicamp practices. Also, the Lions have reportedly adopted the Patriots' catchphrase, do your job, end quote. Great in the offseason for the Lions, a B. In a division with the still-surging Vikings and a healthy Aaron Rodgers, this team will likely be third-best in the NFC North. All right, as far as an off-season grade for the Lions, giving the Lions a B, see, I think this is fair. Now, recall, we've talked about some other uh, publications, including Mike Sando's piece in ESPN.com, which gave the Lions a D, said they were the lowest grade in the off-season, and took a, few, a full letter grade down because of how the Lions... Um, reacted to and, and, and treated the Matt Patricia news about the sexual assault case, which, of course, by the way, was kicked out of court and is no longer an issue anymore. And I thought that was unfair. In Kaler's piece here, Kayla Kaler's piece here, I feel this is fair. I would also give the Lions a B for the offseason. All right? I don't think it's an A because I still think this team is lacking in the pass rush. And I still have questions about the linebacking crew as well as the defensive tackles. I think what the Lions did with the offensive line has been fantastic. I do. I love the veteran additions. I like the depth there. I don't think you can argue with what the Lions did at running back. They brought in the best free agent running back you could sign in terms of fit with LeGarrette Blunt. You, you, you drafted Carrion Johnson. And I understand the Lions passed up Darius Geis and could have had some other guys. 
But Johnson, with the way that he plays and the way that he runs, this is a no-brainer. That was the proper draft pick. This team still has some pretty good wide receiver depth, and I like where they're going there. They haven't signed Golden Tate yet, but I think this would be a B-plus, A-minus if they were to give him an extension because I'm all for them keeping Golden Tate around. And I still think there's there's holes at the defensive tackle and defensive end. There's still some time, and there will be some summer additions. I still believe that. So I look at the secondary and where they've gone there, and I like it. And I think the head coach is a major upgrade from a year ago. So I agree with what Kayla writes in Monday Morning Quarterback at MMQB that I think a B is the proper grade for the offseason. Now, the quote I just read, this team will likely be the third best team in the NFC North. Um, it's possible. And on paper, yes. The Minnesota Vikings, who, by the way, from Kayla Kaler, uh, received a B-plus in their offseason um, grade, and the Green Bay Packers received a, a Kaylin Kaler, excuse me. Uh, Kaylin says the Green Bay Packers also received a B. All right? Green Bay Packers address the defense. Green Bay Packers address the tight end spot, and they get Aaron Rodgers healthy. I get that. Now, will the Lions finish third? Possibly. If the Lions finish third, the question's going to be, what's your reaction to that? Do you look up and say, well, it's first year Matt Patricia. The team is still young. No, see, I don't think so. I don't think you can accept a third place finish. Because I still look at Green Bay, and I know what they've done in the draft. And I know they've added defensive backs uh, ad nauseum. And I know they feel like they're better defensively on that D-line as well with the addition of Sheldon Richardson. All right, and I and I and I and I understand where you look at Green Bay and you say, you know, there there's no way they can be almost anything worse defensively. Excuse me, Muhammad Wilkerson. I'm sorry, not Sheldon Richardson. He's in Minnesota. Muhammad Wilkerson. All right, uh, Tremont Williams back. All right, uh, like I said, they they've got some guys defensively that that you have to like. All right, I get it. I totally get it. But this is a team that I look at in Green Bay that I still feel like, still, I still feel like, no matter if they're top two draft picks, uh, the two cornerbacks, Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson, you draft two rookie corners and expect them to come in and both be at the caliber of, let's say, a Darius Slay. Forget it. I still think that's a secondary you can throw the football on. And that that's... It's a no-brainer, in my opinion. Green Bay is still a ways away defensively. And I know what Aaron Rodgers does. And Aaron Rodgers is much better than Matthew Stafford. I get it. All right? But I think the Lions should be beating Green Bay. I do. They've beaten them with, without Rodgers. And I know that Rodgers does his magic. But that's where Matt Patricia comes in and figures out, how are we going to beat a guy like Aaron Rodgers? It's on the coach. It's on the coach. So I look at the grades. I, I think a B is very, very fair. Your thoughts at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. Got to tell you about my friends at heartofalliancefan.com or H-O-A-L-F.com. What is Heart of a Lions Fan? It's simple. You guys have been hearing about this for a couple of weeks, but this fan documentary that's coming out about you, the Detroit Lions fan, and the 57 to 60 years of agony, this will be out in the fall. And you'll be able to see it. 
if you go to HOALF.com and get all the information. This fan documentary by my buddy Mike Vanderpool and his staff, the Burkharts, everybody, is going to be fantastic. It's a movie about the Lions fans, and it has many of you in it. They've gone across the city, around the area, to southeast Michigan, everywhere. All right, Eastern Market. All right, tailgating. They've talked to the George Blahas, the Frank Beckmans, the Ken Browns of the world that have seen the agony, that have witnessed it firsthand. All right? And those interviews are on there as well. I'm featured in there as well. My guy, Freddie the Pizza Man, it's going to be fantastic. For more information, to check out some of the stuff on there and to see some of the clips, all right, and the trailer, just go to HOALF.com. That's HOALF.com. It is Heart of a Lions fan. All right, one more list I want to talk about, and that is where Matthew Stafford ranks amongst NFL quarterbacks by his peers. Tonight, the NFL Network will release their final 10 players for their top 100 players of 2018 list. All right? And the countdown, of course, is based on what the NFL players voted on. We know the two Detroit Lions are in the top 100 already. We're just going to get down to the top 10 tonight. Darius Slay, <coughs> excuse me, Lions cornerback at 49. And Matthew Stafford, who was ranked 31st last year, is ranked number 31 again. So when you look at the quarterbacks, we know that Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Carson Wentz will be in the top 10. Four quarterbacks have already been ranked higher than Matthew Stafford. Russell Wilson coming in at number 11 out of 100. Ben Roethlisberger at number 18 out of 100. Cam Newton, 25, which you could argue with Newton and Stafford. And Matty Ice, Matt Ryan at number 29. So on this list, this means Brady, Breeze, Rogers, Wentz, Wilson, Roethlisberger, Newton, and Ryan are all considered better quarterbacks than Matthew Stafford by the NFL players. So Stafford is considered the ninth best QB in the league by his peers, which again, this is identical to last year. Only difference from last year was that uh, um, Carson Wentz and Cam Newton are ranked ahead of Stafford this year, whereas last year's list, Derek Carr and Dak Prescott were ahead of Matthew Stafford. Where do I see this list, and where do I see Matthew Stafford? Well, I've made this pretty clear, and I said this um, earlier this spring. <clears throat> I think Matthew Sta- I would take Matthew Stafford over Ben Roethlisberger right now. Now, I understand. Big Ben's won two Super Bowls. Big Ben is a superstar and an elite quarterback. But I think what Ben Roethlisberger's done over the last couple of years in kind of holding the Steelers hostage, in not helping the younger players, in not uh, um, attempting to, all right, groom his successor and at least and at least tutor him a little bit. All right, is gross, and I don't think Matthew Stafford would ever do such a thing. I think Matthew Stafford works with Jake Rudock. Now, is Jack, Jake Rudock going to be his successor? No, he wasn't drafted in the first round. All right, he's not a high draft pick that that the Lions look at and think he's definitely going to be the successor. Not like what's going on in Pittsburgh. All right, not at all. But I'm telling you, just taking a look at it and, and, and looking at the, at, the, at the metrics, I guess, I think Matthew Stafford is poised for a big year, and I think Ben Roethlisberger is on the decline. With that being said, do I, know, do I understand why Roethlisberger is higher ranked than Stafford? Of course I do. As far as Cam Newton, you could make the argument 
that Stafford is coming off of back-to-back better years than Newton. You recall it was two, three years ago. Cam Newton was in the Super Bowl and had an unbelievable season in taking Carolina to the big dance, the ultimate test. Matt Ryan uh, ahead of Matthew Stafford? Absolutely, I can't argue that. But I think that's exactly where Matthew Stafford should be at number nine. All right, I have no issue with it. It's the same as it was last year. Now, when you look at it, you know it's time for Matthew Stafford to lead this team to the playoffs and hopefully get a, a playoff win. All right, you got to. And I think Matthew Stafford can do that. And he's going to have some more help this year. All right, he's going to have a legitimate run game where this team isn't always ranked 31, 30, 32 in the league. All right, that, that'll freeze defensive linemen and linebackers from always just kicking back and going towards them and going at them. All right, they didn't respect the run game. All right, you think Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick, Zach Zenner out of one back sets? You think that 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 that, that, that raised some fear in, in opposing defenses? No. Defenses could just key on one thing, and that was getting after Stafford. And the fact that he's remained upright the last couple of years, despite last year being sacked 47 times, and having the likes of Greg Robinson being uh, blocking for him, is pretty incredible. So I think an improved run game, some better blocking from the tight end position, um, and better line play. Having Rag now there, having Glasgow now in his third season, Having a healthy Taylor Decker from start to finish, I think should have this offense. There should be no excuses. I think the biggest issue the Lions are going to have is I still think they miss that deep threat. You hope it's Kenny Galladay this year. And what about over the middle? Who will be that tight end? That 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 Will Michael Roberts be this big target that they could utilize? Will Luke Wilson be better than Eric Ebron? We know Ebron didn't, didn't cut the mustard here. But it wasn't like he was terrible and the worst player ever. I didn't like him. I think he underachieved. I thought he was a buffoon. But there still needs to be that middle-of-the-field target. That Anquan Bolden from two years ago, I think the Lions missed last year a lot, especially in the red zone. So Matt Stafford comes in number nine by his peers. At Derry Speaks on Twitter, if you have thoughts on that, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. I uh, want to remind you as well, if you want more info on the Pistons, they've got a new lead assistant coach. You listen to Locked On Pistons with Matt Shook. All the podcasts can be found on the Locked On Podcast Network. Any of the NBA teams, NFL teams, Locked On NBA Draft, which just took place last week. All that stuff can be found at LockedOnSports.com. That's L-O-C-K-E-D, LockedOnSports.com. Check it out. That'll wrap it up for another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening, everybody, on this Monday, June 25th, and a Tuesday, June 26th. A reminder, check out Heart of a Lions fan and everything that they're doing at HOALF.com. HOALF.com. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.